the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What up? That's great. I was walking into the building this morning and there was a woman who looked like she was, uh, at first I thought she was Don McLean. Oh. And then, but then she turned her head. I saw her profile and I was like, oh, that's not Don. And she said, do you know how, where the main entrance is? And I said, well, of course, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a major just a celebrity of this building. Of course, follow me. And so I helped her. And I, as I led her into the lobby and she was waiting for the Minnesota Live producers to come and get her because she's going to be on Minnesota Live this morning. I said, is there an animal in your backpack? And she said, there is. This is my friend. He was a cat and his name is Ham. Oh, cute. And apparently Ham is, I think, a big deal on social media. Okay. And dresses up like, among other things, the ham pergler. Cute. Is what I was told. <laughs> okay. So I saw a cat named Ham. What'd you do this morning? Uh, I came in the proper entrance. I came in the proper okay, entrance, too. Okay, all right. All you right. are I such... <laughs> gosh, I would have hated you in school. You would have been the girl... Who, one of us, let's say me, is like, oh, guys, let's do this to have some extra fun today. And then once the teacher walks in the room, you would have raised your hand and said, Steve said that we should have done this. No, I didn't. No. Well, it sounded to me like you had an encounter with someone. We have an employee parking lot, okay? It's at the back of the building. And then we have the front entrance. VIP. Which is not for employees. Specifically via email from uh, Lord Thomas Raycamp here in our building, who is the, what's the best way to describe his position? Wet blanket. <laughs> and he, uh, like, makes sure if you accidentally park, or well, accidentally, if you park there, he'll send an email out to everybody. Like, okay. remember, it's well, only for guests. Let me talk to the listeners for a second. You uh-huh. stay over there. Um, <clears throat> on occasion, Steve, if he's running late, to make it easier on him, he will park in the improper entrance. So if you were running into a guest, I assumed that guest was at the front guest entrance. But she wasn't, was she? I guess this is a laundromat now. We're airing all my dirty laundry. She was not. She was at the back. Okay. I parked in the back. Okay. In the legal entrance. I'm sorry I blew I had up. just called you. All right. I'm and said, sorry. can I get you a drink? I'm going to stop I'm in the cafeteria. Can I get you kind, something? Very kind of you. Thank you. <sighs> I was just checking. I thought you were. I thought you what, asked you were, me what I did this morning. All I said was I came in the proper entrance, which is such a <laughs> brown nosy thing to say. And if you ever stop and think about what brown nose implies, it's so gross. Barf, right? Totes. Totally barf. I just wanted you to get excited about I thought you were going to be like, oh, really? Let yes. me look up this cat all and right. let me see I what's am. going on I with am. this cat. I'm looking up Ham the Cat. Because all you do is follow animals online. That is true. I, I had a cat named Hank, not too far off from Ham. Is that right? Yes. But Hank uh, got run over by a car. Uh, no, he did not. Who was the one that got run over by a car? I think that was Jingles. And you wrote about it, right? Oh, that was Tiger. Yeah, thank you. That's that's unfortunate. But that was back in the days when, yeah, my mother ran him over. <laughs> yeah, it was, that's right. And then you wrote about it for yes. class? Yes. What was it like? He meowed twice. No, he looked at me, meowed twice, and died. Golly. I know. I was in second grade. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I actually, I, I ran over one of my kids' cats <gasps> when they See, were in the it car. it happens. 
And because the cat oh likes to hang out under the car, oh. usually you start the engine and the it's, cat runs. We lived out in the country. They were barn cats, and the, but the kids were witnesses. Oh my! As were we. Mm-hmm. So then your kids yeah. got out of the car and saw the <laughs> flattened cat, or what? Oh I'm no, they were to... still in their cars. They didn't see anything. They're still in car seats at the time, but. Um, oh, oh they were that I was, little. I was saw, yeah, although it was in preschool. Oh. I mean, you know, they're in cursors like five or six or whatever. That oh, is but so I was tragic. sobbing. Oh, I'm terrible. The, of course. Yeah, it's your pet. Yeah. But this was back in the day when, and I didn't live on a farm. We didn't vaccinate our cats or get them declawed or fixed. Uh-oh, or Donna's cats, anti-vaxxers. We would, <laughs> <laughs> we would just let them out the front door. And when they wanted to come back in, they'd meow and we'd open the door and feed them. And we were giving them milk. I don't think you're supposed to give cats milk. Yeah, but then I blame cartoons for that. Absolutely. I actually thought they did until about seven years ago. And then... Nope. Water. That's crazy. How irresponsible of the animation community. <laughs> Did it uh, start on uh, the Flintstones? I Was not... there a saber-toothed tiger cat drinking milk? Maybe. Huh. Huh. That's kind of crazy. I know. Well, they yeah. would leave the cat out. They would put the milk bottles out and put the cat out. Oh, yeah. And the cat yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I don't know if he drank the milk. And, and then, what kind of milk was it? I love that Fred would get locked out. Now he's pounding on the door. Wilma! They don't have any windows. Meaning, <laughs> meaning, no, they that, do. no, no, there are holes in the. <laughs> right. But it's not like you can get in, Fred. I mean, Fred right. was big, but he wasn't. Right. Fred you know, could stick his head in the window and go, hey, can someone open the door? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he was Brendan Fraser in The Whale. There was a way that he could slide in if he needed to. <laughs> oh, Steve. Happy Friday. Mm. Happy Friday, everybody. We have put three hours worth of show together for you. We'll see how much we get to. Uh, Let's see here. Today, we are going to do a slow jam at 1130, College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030. Um, But maybe, let's see, if I had, well, this is not what you should say. But if I had to pick a segment that I'm the most excited about, out of how many segments do we do? 12 segments a day. It might be this next segment. Oh, really? It might be. Okay. Because my curious brain always likes, we like words on this show. We celebrate grammar, interest. we try to keep up with phrases and new slang and all that. And dictionary.com added like hundreds of new words. Yeah, like 327 new terms. So they don't even care anymore. They don't care. They're like term, fine, slogan, word. So how about this? I'm not going to look at these. Oh, okay. You're going to guess what they mean? That's it. All right. So everybody can play along. We'll do that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. What's up, my nerds? Hey, it's Stevie Boy from my buddies at the Canopy Group. Uh, All right, so we were all watching the big game last weekend, right? Did you see a lot of insurance commercials? I see them every weekend, especially when I'm watching football. Good night, Irene. Do you really listen to what those ads are saying? Like, they're on your side. I should hope so. They've seen a few things. That's kind of obvious. What about, are you in good hands? Yes, I think. Shouldn't we be? Or how about double check, right? You got to double check. What are we checking? Whose work? Theirs? Ours? What does any of this do for you, the cute marketing? Yeah, nothing. All right, look, those are all just one company with one agent giving you one quote. You need options. Call the Canopy Group. Their message is clear. 
You get 16 different companies to choose from. They have a team of 50 specialists who are working on your behalf. And then each year, as your home and auto insurance needs change, the Canopy Group will help you find another insurance company to meet your individual needs. No fancy ads, just the simple process of providing you the best insurance coverage at the best price. By the way, this doesn't cost you a dime. Check it out, thecanopygroup.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. everybody welcome back to the show donna and steve on my talk 107.1 this is where talk is fun i'm already having fun it's friday we're loosey-goosey everybody yeah we don't care how <laughs> what what nothing what's I, happening I, I banged my foot on some oh hey workout pants hey thanks man oh I'm my gosh you're wearing all workout clothes what do you do but if i came in in a track suit you'd be giving me a hard time What's uh, the shirt you're wearing underneath it? So Donna's got like her uh, like workout pants. My thanks. For and then asking. she's got uh, like a little zip up thing. Oh, I never got that shirt. We had that a couple years ago. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Our State Fair T-shirt. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for asking. Um, Are you going to work out at uh, your gym? Today? I I sure am. Nice. Don't worry about it. What are you gonna do? I got some stuff. What are you working? What body parts? I don't know yet. Because the person... I did legs last time. Legs and triceps, which is weird. That is a weird combo, but that's fine. Whatever. But we just started talking about it, and the person I was working out with was like, "Should we do? Let's just do some triceps." Bingo wings. We'll some Somebody said bingo wings. Nobody said bingo wings. I don't. I never heard that one. I've heard bat wings. Oh, but they call them bingo wings because, like, when they wave their hand to say bingo. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is terrible. Okay. First You're assuming all, that everyone who plays bingo has no, no, bingo no, no. wings. No. I, first of all, I am not assuming. I did not create this. This is a term I have heard many times, and it's very big in the bingo community. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like when you wave your arm. You all know? right, sure. Bat wings. You really strike me as someone who would have said bingo wings. You're probably right. Just Had I thought of it. Yeah. You know, that is a hard body part once you reach a certain age. Yeah, yeah. To get under control. It just wants to, like, go to sleep. Yeah. It's like, oh, just leave me alone. I'm tired. Also, people <laughs> give their their triceps, like, a hard time, too, because you're expecting it to always be taut. But there's also just, like, a gravitational oh, yeah. like, thing. It's just going to hang and flap Like a when little. you're relaxed, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
and going. I can't believe you've never heard of I can't believe you've said that. (laughs) It's horrifying. No, there are what a wide variety of bingo players we have out there. And we welcome all of you. All right, now we're going to play a little game. Uh, Dictionary.com came out with 327 new words and phrases that they introduced to Dictionary.com. So Donna's got 10 of them. That's right. She'll say the word or phrase, and then I'll try to guess the meaning. And I'm sure some of them you will recognize, but some of them you're going to have to really guess. Okay, let's start with bed rotting. Bed rotting. Think I know this one. This is a common thing now. People like to just sit around and intentionally not get out of bed, be as lazy as possible for a whole day. It's some Gen Z version of self-care. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Let's take care of these fragile Gen Zers. Hold on. There you go. Um, that is exactly right. Number two on the list Dictionary.com, new term added, the ick. The ick. Mm. Oh, I know this one. You do? Oh, yeah. (sighs) All right. Do you want to see if Steve knows it? Let me guess that it would be like this. That guy gives me the ick. Is it someone who has like a bad vibe, maybe not looking too clean and well-kempt? I don't think it has something to do with sickness. I think it's more of like a vibe. Is that right? Leah? It's kind of like that moment when you realize you don't like somebody or something about them. Oh. It's like it's like a kind of a turning point of it. Yeah, the actions of another person, a sudden feeling of disgust. Is it possible to get ick multiple times in a three-hour span each day <laughs> asking for a friend? Oh, you're giving me the ick. Is wow. that how it's used? The ick. Yeah. Okay. No, he's... I mean, that's how my 21-year-old would use it, so I'm going to say you. Like you giving me the ick? Yeah, they or, gave me the ick. Okay. I, or I got the ick. Or, okay. Yeah. yeah. Love that one. Shall be using it. Number three on the list is mid. Mid. That means, like, it's okay. That's all right. It's, you know, cool. Like, are you excited? Yeah, mid. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going, but I'm not tweaking. But I'm not bummed about it. That's good, Steve. Right? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, for sure. But ding, uh, mediocre, unimpressive, or disappointing. So it's my F for fine. Sure. Yeah, like I'll give that an F for fine. I'm going to try to use that moving forward. If you are mediocre or unimpressive or disappointing. I'm right here, Donna. <laughs> did I say if? Um, you are mid. Movies okay. and TV shows can also be mid. For sure. Okay. Okay, here we go. This is good because you have kids, mm-hmm. so you can Yeah, I'll go home use and use this, all yes. of them today. I'll vomit them all out today. Okay, awesome. Bussin'. Bussin' is number four. A, I know it's a cool thing. It's like, oh, he's bussin'. Uh, or like that. Yeah, that's what, it, that, it means like good, cool, I like it. I'll give it to you. Okay. Yeah, you're doing great. Thank you, Donna. Bussin' is basically the opposite of mid. Oh, okay. Great, wonderful, amazing. Wow. That show was bussin'. Oh, my gosh. He is so bussin'. I see your hair turn gray when you use these words. <laughs> we just sound so old. Oh, for sure. I've got, like, a you know, teenagers now in my life, my nephews and stuff, and... This is the age where they I've watched them turn on me. Oh, yeah. The, this like, You're done. What happened? You still got the little ones. How old is Lila? She's eight. Yeah, you got her for a couple more years. Yeah, she's but... got some spunk, though. So, I, Which I like about her. 
She's aging quicker. <laughs> I think there comes a point where your kids, I don't know why it's always like this, where they're just like, ugh, like you're an eye roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, dad. Right. Like that's embarrassing. It doesn't help that sometimes I'll get out of the car to pick one of them up from dance and I'll be doing the stanky leg or something like that. <laughs> so that might not be helping my cause. But you maybe stop doing that. I'm enjoying it. Are you dabbing? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. They that? hate to dab now. You oh. dab now, they're like, dad, don't dab. Okay. All right. Here's a few more. Boob knee. Boob knee. So I will hazard a guess. Let me say it this way. Similar to bingo wings, <laughs> perhaps later in life, mm. as gravity mm. does what it does. Mm. Does it have to do with the gravitational pull on a woman's chest? That's a good guess. I've got a guess. Okay. I, ha- I-, I think it has something more to do with a bathtub. Oh. If it covers your knees and your boobs at the same time. Oh, not bad. Oh, that's funny. I had a friend who said uh, it- she has to make a choice when she's in the bathtub. Are my boobs going to be in the water or are my knees going to be in the water? But both cannot happen at the same time. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what, is, what is boob knee? It is a rash caused by your bra. Oh, my. Like acne. Oh, like acne. Boob oh. knee. Oh. N-E, not K-N-E-E. Right. Oh, brother. N-E-E. No shame, no shame. I just didn't know that that you know, was a like, thing until right now. Like, let's say you're wearing an underwire bra and then you go to work out and you're hot and it's like... Chafing. Yeah, I get it. I, I yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, bugger. Barbie core. Barbie core. Uh oh, that means you're just all things Barbie. Yeah. You're like hardcore into Barbie. Pink outfits, accessories, decor. Okay. Uh girl dinner. Uh that's just a gal house. I'm going out for a girl dinner. I'm getting together with my girlfriends and we're talking about chick things. Mm, nope. nope. Okay. What do you got, Leah? Girl dinner is that dinner you have when it's just you all alone. It could be charcuterie. It could be like donuts and some shredded cheese out of the bag. It's like snacky stuff. Oh. Girl dinner. Interesting. Range anxiety. Range? Oh, this is, you're never going to get this. Let me just tell you. It is the fear that an electric vehicle's battery will run out of power before you get to where you're going. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, especially in the winter, it's a thing. Huh. Uh, cheat code, like a hack, a ploy or technique that bypasses traditional methods or rules. Somebody's good at really good at sports. You might say, oh, that guy's a cheat code. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. We'll that be back. We're doing stuff. Okay, bye. bye-bye. Oh, hi, it's Donna for my new friends over at Energy Savers Fireplaces. They are a local family-owned business. They are awesome. They've been around since 1976, and they do it all, you guys. If you are in the market for a new fireplace or updating an existing fireplace, definitely put Energy Savers Fireplaces on your radar. Uh, choosing a fireplace, replacing one, picking out the right type, uh, it's a pretty important decision. This is your home, and the staff at Energy Savers Fireplaces can help you scope out that area in your home to put a fireplace. They can also help you design it, and if you're replacing they can also help you consider your options. Uh, maybe you want to go wood. Maybe you want to go gas, pellet, electric, inserts. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. Indoors, outdoors, fire pits. Energy Savers Fireplaces is your one-stop shop. Go to EnergySaversFireplaces.com or stop by their showroom just off uh, Highway 36 in Oakdale. And tell them Donna Valentine from My Talk sent you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey guys, welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Leah helping us out today. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Steve has something he'd like to say. No, I'm trying to. I just thought of this. I was just reminded of this. And I want to make sure, if possible, that I am. Man, that I'm giving you the correct information. All right, listen. You got to look this up. You got to look it up on your own. Everybody, look it up. But. I no, by that I mean you can fact check me. Oh, okay. I am pretty sure. I was watching Good Morning America the other day. I'm pretty sure they said regarding inflation over these last few years, the average family, their average spending per month from now versus either two or three years ago, I think three, okay, is more than um, Americans are spending one thousand dollars more per month. In cost. Yeah, that's about right. So the average household's okay. monthly expenses are $6,081, or almost 73000 over the year. Okay. That is up from fifty five fifty seven. So not quite $1,000. Uh, it's more like $500, I'm seeing. I think the GMA thing had four digits on it. Wow. And then it was showing all the categories where it has You're gone right. up. Am I was I right? looking at an older one. Yep. yep. Okay. From uh, seventy eight seventy five to ninety one sixty eight. So that's thirteen hundred dollars. So let's just say it's a thousand. Okay, let's okay. say it's a thousand. And that's probably for a family of four. Sure. It's usually kind the of average. The yeah. Um, I as I saw that, I thought, well, no wonder it feels so. And pardon my French, so darn expensive right now. Yeah, it is. Everything is. So much more. If I'm spending a thousand dollars more per month, that means I'm going to round me up and I'm going to say twelve fifty a month. I think it might be closer to fifteen hundred if you have a family of six, but whatever. So let's say it's twelve fifty a month. Then I look back and I think most workers would look at wherever whoever pays you money and say, "Did they offer me a thousand dollar increase every month?" It's it's tricky when inflation. We're living through a weird inflationary time. Where it's outpacing it because usually it goes up. They want it to be around two or three percent a year, which is what a standard raise would go up at a place of employment. It's a, just a cost of inflation. Yeah, it's a cost of inflation raise. Um, but golly, over a thousand dollars a month more expensive for the same items per month. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah, I I am like shocked when I go to buy something. I'll go to grab it, and then I'll see the price, and I'll pull my hand away and go, oh, hell no. What? That's how much that costs? But you know what's funny is that's not when you're looking at faux fur coats for a gala. No, it's like looking at things you need. I was looking at coffee. I'm like, when did the cheap coffee... So expensive. No disrespect, Folgers. I drank Black Silk, their executive line, for a long time. But I was like, golly, that's expensive now. Yeah. Everything... Is expensive yeah. now. And I just couldn't believe when I saw that. I was just thinking, think of the the average American family and how much... They go through also. Yes, but also how 
for the median income, yep. how oppressive a thousand dollars more per month yeah. in just the basic things is. It's not like inflation yep. just hit the cost of tropical vacations. It hit bread. It hit eggs. It hit yeah. cheese. It hit coffee. Produce. It hit chicken. It yes. hit meat. It hit cereal. It hit chips. Eggs. Yeah, everything. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah. I think it made me feel kind of a Mad. little no, no, no. Actually, a little better for the times when you're like, boy, it feels like we're spending Bleeding a lot, but money. we're not doing anything extravagant different. things. Oh, the cost of everything Has is significantly up. higher right now. What do we do, Donna? I'm sorry for your loss. I'm going to crunch this can out of frustration. Okay. But this will be like old-time Foley, like sound effect radio that okay, they used to ahead. do. So I'll do a little lead-in. Ah, the cost of inflation these days. <laughs> that sounded real aggressive. You ever crushed a can on your head? N- no, I have not. I've tried it. I don't think I've done it successfully. I think you have to um, squeeze in the sides a little bit, or you could very well end up being concussed. Right? Yeah, I would think so. I would think that's not a smart idea. Keep that for the movies. I would like to get to a story now. Okay. And I want your opinion on this, okay? Okay. So, oh my God, I watched a video of Travis Kelsey singing Friends in Low Places (laughs) yesterday. You know they played playoff music? Toward the end of the song, they just turned up the actual song and cut the mic. They played them off. It was pretty... Epic. He was. He was toasted, gone. toasted, gone. and <clears throat> it was quite entertaining, actually. It was certainly a sight to behold. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So anyway, um, of course, we know what happened um, at the Chiefs celebration parade in Kansas City. So this is coming up. Just hours after, of course, one person we know was killed, a fellow broadcaster, in fact, mm-hmm. and uh, 22 others wounded in this shooting at the victory parade. A bunch of people from the team had plans to go for dinner and drinks in the city. So they hit up a place called Grand Falloon Restaurant and Bar. Patrick Mahomes had rented the place out. Travis Kelsey was spotted outside taking a selfie with a cop with a beer in his hand. Um, Other players were reportedly there and there's no word on what went on inside. It was like a private. It could have been a wild party or could have been a low key get together. Sure. Right. But people are being critical of that, you know, saying, okay, considering the events that happened that day, should you have been out partying? At a restaurant. And personally, I don't see a problem with it. I think it would have been better because it's it's not a great look considering everything that happened. Right, right. You guys live in Kansas City. Go to somebody's house. That is what <laughs> I thought would have been... The smarter play. I don't know that I have a, a firm position on if I think that was the right or wrong thing. Um, well, I would think do. they need to process, you know, and you want to be together with your people and talk about things. I don't think there were like, you know, strippers and people dancing on the tables. I think they just got together. Yeah. 
Yeah. For um, dinner. It was a pre-planned thing. Right. And I, I think it's really just a question of optics because think Absolutely. of it this way. Like, and that was such a terrible thing that happened and tragic. Um, so I understand like the, ooh, what about the timing of this? But why, why it feels like more of an optics conversation is the rest of us who aren't athletes, mm-hmm. other people who were there at the, at, the, at the parade. I'm sure there are groups of people who went to restaurants that night sure. and gathered with friends and already had plans on the books and right. all of that. And I guess, I guess one side of me thinks, oh, yeah, guys, from from a marketing standpoint, yeah, and just because famous. you don't want to convey that you don't care, right? Or that you know, let's do that at Patrick Mahomes's house. That right. would be a safer option. But then the other part of me thinks, again, there there is there's tragedy in cities across America every single day, and they're terrible and they're sad, and they they are there are bad enough stories out there that it would give you pause to do anything. But we all still go about right and we go to restaurants and we right. go to if, if there's a shooting there in minneapolis tonight people are going to go to a restaurant later that night right um also, i understand the optics though too it's, it's, it's a little weird also are really weird and judgy about how people grieve not everybody processes the same way you know what i mean sure. like someone might still be in shock and you might be like god they didn't even shed a tear Right. It's probably going to hit them later, you know? You know, and boy, this is very grim. Donna, why are you doing this to us? But I don't know. If this is so awful that one person lost their life and some 20 injured, if that had been flipped and if it had been 20 people killed mm-hmm. and one person injured, they probably don't do the dinner. But there's probably there's a weird part of all of us, right? Yeah. That is judging the level of tragedy yes. as details yeah. come in. Um, I don't know if they were processing much or not because, I mean, here's what I don't understand. How did Travis Kelsey go out that night? He was so wasted. He was wasted like he should go home, take a nap, and wake up, and it should be the following calendar day. (laughs) So the fact that he is standing up with another beer in hand and not being propped up by people, I was like, wow. The times that I have had way too much to drink. Mm Mm-hmm. I shut down as a person. Mm-hmm. I'm generally yep. filled with a high level of regret and like, oh gosh, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to do to set this god awful situation aside for one moment is go out that same day mm-hmm. and have more. I was sort of shocked I've by that actually too. seen athletes where I'm like, I can't believe he's still going. You know, like football players where it's like. Okay, this guy's been drinking since nine o'clock this morning, yeah. and it's nine p.m., and he still has another beer in his hand. Maybe they metabolize differently. I don't know. But hey, can I just mention this real quick? Yeah. Taylor Swift uh, comes through again. She has donated one hundred thousand dollars to the family of the woman who lost her life in that shooting. There was a GoFundMe set up, and she donated two installments of $50,000 and wrote, Sending my deepest sympathies and condolences in the wake of your devastating loss. With love, Taylor Swift. And this woman had two children. 
the woman who was killed. She was married to her husband for 22 years. It's just awful. But what a beautiful gesture. Yeah, that's, to do that's that. a really so, good thing of her yay, to do. Yay, Taylor Swift. Um, you are the queen. I then started looking up this Andre the Giant story because I was thinking of people who drink a lot. He told David Letterman once that he quit drinking to try to trim down to 475 pounds. <laughs> hashtag goals. <laughs> During that period of him not drinking, he would still drink three to five bottles of wine at night for dinner. Wait, when he wasn't drinking? This is when he was, this is his dry January. So and then, <laughs> he's drinking there was five bottles time. of wine a day. Yeah. And then he's telling people as he but uncorks just at dinner, the just fourth, <laughs> as Andre the Giant uncorks his fourth bottle of Cabernet, he says, yeah, I've quit drinking. On his fourth bottle. Anyway. There was a time that he also drank 119 beers in six hours. I mean, I get that he was big, but like, guys, I'm over 200 pounds. So let's say there are two and a half of me. Mm. If yeah. I drank 119 beers, Stevie Boy, be dead. dead. Sound of Silence, yeah. Simon and Garfunkel, yeah. Donna's dressed in black. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. And I'd wear one of those like netted but kind of would... veil things in black that's attached to like a little hat. Oh, yeah. A fascinator kind of thing. I'd throw in some feathers, too, I think. Can you get them to make it my day in the city? Like a Absolutely. Of course. Wait a minute. What, why what am else I dying do we have, soon? What else do we have to hang our hats on? We'll take a break. All right. When we come back, there's a city in Arizona that did something that freaked a bunch of people out. Including this, me. Holy crap. Does this stuff look real? We'll tell you what they did and why people were calling 911. That when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing, and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com. back hope you are too it's donna and steve on my talk 1071 this is where talk is fun and we believe if you see something you should say something if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something with donna and steve if you see something say something come on and party tonight well, people in Mesa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arizona saw something, tried to say something. This is crazy. We're going to have to link this up. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Multiple people in Mesa, Arizona called 911 the other day. <clears throat> they were reporting alligator sightings. Alligators swimming around a lake in a city park. Now, kind of sounds like a prank. Um, but no, the city actually put some realistic foam alligators inside the lake so that birds and turtles can hang out on them. And I, I want to make sure for our listeners that just as Donna said, these are foam. So get rid of the blow up alligator raft that you might have in right. your head that is vibrantly green. Right. This is more of like one of those army fatigue 
green desert storm colored crocodile looking thing. It looks so real. Oh my word, I hate this. I would lose it if I saw that in a city park in Arizona. Oh lord. Um, a few 911 callers were fully convinced that they were real. One woman claimed a gator latched onto her boyfriend's fishing line. Okay. Now, this is what happens with this eyewitnesses, is, yeah, yeah, you know. Right, right. There's a tractor beam. It pulled me right up. It doesn't look like they plan to uh, remove them anytime soon. In fact, they just doubled down and they added two fake hippos. And the hippos look real, too. They do. It's just their head poking out of the water. Frick. I tell you what, man. Imagine you were... One of the work. Let me ask you this. Hmm. If I said I'm going to do one of two things, I'm going to drop you into. Let me think about this for a second. Okay. I'm going to drop you into the middle of the ocean for five minutes. No boat around. You will be dropped in there. We'll come and get you in five you minutes. You mean like I'm floating? You're floating. I'm like You're treading, treading water. water. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. Your feet are there. Yep. And all you know is it's like three miles below you. Nope. Deep. Okay. Option mm-hmm. two. If you're saying no to that, here's what it's you just really said yes to. It's really stressing me out. Everything you're doing right now. Option two. It's causing me a lot of anxiety. They drop you into the middle for five minutes. Of a lake? The Everglades. No. Donna. No. You can't no no to both of these. I'm Which do you choose? I'm going to swallow a bottle of pills. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, am, I, I would die of fear. I would say drop me in an ocean. No. Mm-mm. Because, no, I get, listen, I don't want to be in either, either. I don't think alligators' natural instinct is just to attack people. If you're in, but I'm looking at this hippo and this gator, and they just see your, your legs, and they're like, what is this? And then an alligator clamps down on your leg and does his roll. Or you've, you're you're standing there in the Everglades, and then you feel something bump into the back of your leg. That's mm. a freaking hippopotamus. <laughs> you sure you wanted it for Christmas? I love it. You know when Ocean. I was when I was in Florida, I um we rented a pontoon and we took it out to like a what do you call it a sandbar? Yeah, where yeah. it's like really shallow, and mm-hmm. people get out and they're just hanging out, you know, tailgating essentially. Yeah, right. I could not get out and get in the water, even though I could kind of see the bottom. And friend who's from Florida, it, I could hear it. She's like, just out there talking. She's like, ow, crab, get off me. That hurt. And I'm like, uh-uh, mm-mm. And then they're like, Donna, come on. It's so pretty. Look at the fish. And I'm like, you just said, get out of here, crab. Yeah. That hurt my foot. Yeah. I would lose my mind. So have you never snorkeled? I have twice. Once in the Bahamas and once in Hawaii, I think. Double flex. But I, I can't stay in too long. I'll just, or sometimes I'll go, can't we take a glass bottom boat instead? So we once went snorkeling because sometimes you do it pretty close. Like you could just do it from the shore, right? You get your snorkeling equipment yeah. and then you sort of swim out. But there was another time that we went on a boat and they took us out to a couple reefy areas, mm-hmm. but we felt very far from the shore. And then it was get out. And he's like, yeah, man, you're going to be good. Nothing ever bad happens here. And then you get in and you have to trust this gentleman. But then what we were doing with our snorkeling equipment is just holding our breath and then trying to swim down. And I remember a few times uh-uh. being down under the water, probably eight feet 
and you're looking around and seeing like big fish. I it's mean, pretty it's a godly. Whole... Yes. It, it, well, yes, it is awe inspiring for sure. Yes. But it's also what a reminder of how much how small of a we are. society is happening down there. It's a it's a whole world. It's a it's a separate planet almost. Yeah, truly. It's crazy. I know. Man. Anyway, I don't I don't I don't like dark waters. I have this now. Okay. All right. Really quick. You mentioned dark waters. There used to be a ride at uh, the amusement park I grew up going to called Kennywood Raging Rapids. It's one of those inner tube rides, kind of like we had at the state fair for a yeah. while. But then they had this, they had this like separate water tank and it looked like really dark water. So you'd be going on the ride and getting under the waterfall and stuff like that. But there was, and you never went into it. It was like where they put other boats in a reservoir for water when they needed to fill the oh. rest of it. <clears throat> okay. But Donna, the water was so dark. And mm-hmm. as a kid, every time I would see it, I would think, what if I was in the middle of that right now? And like Kennywood is still around you. There's still roller coaster sounds and right. the entertainer is playing right. and all that. But when you looked at it, all of that went away and it was just like, Super scary looking dark water. That is terrifying. We will play you this now. There is something called the Dorito Theory. If you happen to be a person who goes onto TikTok and you're like, wow, I'm having trouble stopping scrolling on TikTok, maybe this is why. Listen. Imagine eating Doritos. When you eat a Dorito and finish your bite, you're not fully satisfied. It's not the same as eating a steak. Eating potato chips is addictive because the peak of the experience is kind of when you're tasting it and not after. I think this applies to a lot of different, very addictive things in life, like the infinite scroll on TikTok. You're never satisfied after you engage in the behavior. I'd recommend actually trying to just remove anything that you think falls into Dorito category. Oh my God, what are her credentials? She's got a TikTok account. <laughs> you rolled your eyes so many times. When I'm that like, played. well, first of all, I want to know: Does she have a PhD in psychology? Like, what? What's her story? <laughs> I just want, you know, I just want to know. You doubt her? Do we have any information on this person? No, she's hmm. a person. So you're just you going to blindly voice? believe? I'm not saying I believe it. I'm offering it up for you. Let me look on her thing. I'm looking see. on her thing too. Oh, oh God. You got to slide the puzzle, puzzle piece. piece. Oh, my God. Okay, we're not robots. Could you just chill out, Internet? Okay, Probably. first of all, she looks like she's 17. Uh, sentient Mew Mew Shoe. <laughs> her email is computervisionsound at gmail.com, and she's from Berlin. Huh. Okay. Kind of like that part. Maybe the wrong takeaway is I could really go for some Doritos right now. Cool Ranch or like Always. original? Yeah, so I good. do like the nacho cheese ones, oh, yeah, but those Cool are Ranch good. Are so All right. good. Right. I love it. Leah, thank you. Thanks, guys. See you Monday. Happy weekend, Leah. Yeah. We have got uh, Mike coming in next. And music news. Stay there.